0: Merry Christmas, Christmas. you may be seated. So if I have learned anything as a mother, it's that circadian rhythms have little power on Christmas morning. With boundless energy, children of all ages wake early, racing to the fireplaces or indoor trees, excited to experience the special rhythm of Christmas. Your circadian rhythm is your natural body clock. How many of you here are morning people? All right, so you came here of your own free will. And how many of you are night people? So you were dragged here for some reason this morning, right? Whether early bird or night owl, our bodies have a natural rhythm, and each is shaped in some way by the Earth's rotation around its axis. There is a time for everything King Solomon of Scripture tells us, including the rising and setting of the sun. There is a time for every matter under heaven, a kind of circadian rhythm to the universe. And like the rising and the setting of the sun, we learn from our wise King Solomon and that wise 60s rock band, The Birds, that there is also a time to be born and a time to die. Being born is something we talk a lot about at Christmas, envisioning the the newborn Jesus in his manger throne. But death is also a part of Christmas Day. It may sound strange, but in fact, some scholars think that's why you and I are here right now on December 25th. Have you ever wondered why we celebrate Jesus' birthday today? There is no birth record for Jesus verifying which inn he stayed in at Bethlehem, or what time of day he was born, or even the date. So why are you here today? There are two well-researched theories on the origins of the Christmas date. The second best, I think, is the most popular, that the church Christianized the pagan celebration of the winter solstice. If, we, uh, if you read, for nighttime reading, the 1967 New Catholic Encyclopedia, like I do, no, just kidding, uh, the encyclopedia puts it this way, accepted by most scholars today that the birth of Christ was assigned the date of the winter solstice, December 25th in the Julian calendar, January 6th in the Egyptian because on this day, as the sun began its return to northern skies, the pagan devotees of Mithra celebrated the birthday of the Invincible Sun. Christmas originated at a time when the cult of the sun was particularly strong at Rome, renaming the birth of the sun, soul, Christmas. So this was prevailing at least in the 60s, and I think still today, But some scholars believe that this deduction of Christmas was made somewhat anachronistically. In America, the first Christmas tree was reportedly displayed in the 1830s, the first time we saw it here. And scholars in the modern era are wondering how this could be and how these other pagan traditions from the Romans and the Vikings and the Celts came to be a part of our Christmas celebration. The first historical suggestion that Jesus' birth was deliberately set at the time of a pagan feast didn't show up until the 12th century. And pagan customs became a part of the Christmas celebration as Christianity began to expand in the northern and western Europe in the 5th century. Okay? Track, track with me. But even those pagan connections are occurring more than 400 years after Jesus walked the earth. And we have documentation that Christians were celebrating Christmas as early as 200 CE. So the celebrations were already happening before all those pagan traditions were coming in. So rather than move backwards through time to explain the origins of Christmas, maybe we need to begin with some of the oldest historical sources we have and ask questions from that vantage point. And when we do, a very Jewish and not pagan reason for Christmas pops up. The ancient Jews believed in a kind of circadian rhythm to the universe. We heard it in what I read from King Solomon, his wisdom that everything has a time, including living and dying. What's interesting about the moment people come into the world at conception in this tradition, and the moment people leave it at death is that there's a Jewish tradition that both conception and death can occur on the same calendar date. Conception and death. Scholars nowadays call this the integral age of a prophet, and it was a widespread, it was a widespread idea in Judaism at the time of Christ this idea that the great Jewish prophets of Israel died on the same day as their conception, the same date as their conception. But the Bible doesn't mention this, and so this concept has completely fallen out of the awareness of Christians. See, no one has record of when Jesus was born, but history does record when Jesus died. The Gospel of John tells us that it was on the day of preparation during the Jewish festival of Passover, known as Nisan 14 in the Jewish calendar, or March 25th in our Roman calendar. See, around 200 CE, Tertullian of Carthage reported this calculation. Jesus died on March 25th. Therefore, this date is also the date of his conception. This is why March 25th in the church is now the Feast of the Annunciation, the day the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. Nine months after March 25th is today, December 25th. So I'll give you a minute to count that math on your fingers there. Nine months. So we celebrate the day Jesus was born today because of the date he died. We celebrate Christmas because of this Jewish idea of the integral age. At least that's my favorite theory. The word integral means to make something whole or complete. The Jews observed and saw some kind of natural circadian rhythm to the universe. And they related conception and death. This idea of the completion of a life. And this isn't just an ancient rhythm. I see this rhythm still at play today. Global statistics reveal that Christmas time is the time of year that most people die, the months of December and January. But what you may not know is that Christmas time is also the season most people are conceived. Late August typically has the highest number of births, so get those fingers out again. Count backwards. You'll find that Christmas time is the likely culprit. I don't know why this is the circadian rhythm of the universe, but it seems to be. Life wakes up and closes its eyes right around the same time every year, these 12 days of Christmas time. Now, you can make your own conclusions about this, but what this rhythm tells me is that those loved ones I have lost around Christmas have fallen asleep in the best possible place, the womb of new life. The newborn babe of today's celebration reminds us of that, the womb of new life. Christmas is inseparable from Jesus' death and the hope of new life. The ancient Jews knew this. The early church knew this. And even though we modern Christians lost our connection to this history of the integral age, I think deep down, some of us here today know this too, if not in our bones, then in our family's story. Those who have died around this time of year, those who have come into the world about nine months later. We know that this season is both a season of death and of new life. And Christmas tells us that both are part of the life cycle of the universe. The mystery of Jesus' conception and birth, his death and resurrection is a natural part of this circadian rhythm of our world. Or as today's gospel puts it,